Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, and content creator-in-chief for the very ridiculous Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tango Charlie Apparel, apparel for the rest of us. Go over to tangocharlieapparel.com for all your fitness scene apparel needs. You can pick up some shirts, hats, shorts, stickers, patches. Uh, you can probably get a mail-order bride. Just about anything you'd want over there. Rude remarks are free, though. They don't charge for those even a little. So swing over to tangocharlieapparel.com, pick up some shirts, and, and look great in your next workout. So with that said, welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited today. We're bringing episode two of the Greg Glassman interview to you. But before we do that, I wanted to say happy Pride Month. I don't know if that's right, if it's happy Pride Month or merry Pride Month. I'm going to go with happy. Seems right to me. Merry seems silly. Uh, so happy Pride Month. Uh, one of the uh, advantages or things that excite me about running the page and and having this podcast is having a platform to help others and and one of the missions of Make Wads Great Again and this podcast is going to be to support several charities that do good work throughout the year. We're going to be working with uh, Breast Cancer Awareness in October. We've got a veterans group that we'll be working with year-round but since this is June and the beginning of Pride Month I'm very excited to announce that we'll be working with Outwad this year to help them with their uh, cause. For those of you that aren't aware, Outwad is a is the world's only nonprofit program designed by and for the LB, LGBTQ plus CrossFit community. Um, they're part of the Out Foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to removing barriers of access and inclusion and health and wellness for the community through scholarships, advocacy, and education. And uh, they do great work. I've been talking to Will over there around what they do and just really, really super excited to be working with them and help any way we can. So happy Pride Month. So with that said, let's jump into what today's topic is. Uh, this is the second part of a two-part interview with Greg Glassman. Uh, really excited to be able to talk to him. He flew us out to California. We sat on the couch in the CrossFit Health uh, studio and talked about a number of things. Uh, in this week's episode, uh, it gets uh, a lot of fun, actually. So uh, we start episode by talking to him about who are the people that uh, take him to task or hold him accountable spend time talking about Twitter uh, which is really interesting I actually encouraged his Twitter use and then he went out and deleted all the social media so uh, I guess I'm to blame so feel free for the hate mail we also talked about uh, his love of fighting or his comfort in fighting and defending the brand as well as the affiliates lawsuits that uh, CrossFit's involved in uh, we talk about improvements that he's made to the CrossFit Games and, and his thoughts around that. We talk about the blowhard card. Uh, we spent a little time at the end talking about Jillian Michaels. Uh, and uh, I'm quoting here when he says, my memes are wonderful, right at the end. So you got to make sure you listen all the way through to to uh, hear him bragging about yours truly. So I really hope you guys uh, enjoy this. And uh, with that, off to Greg. So do you have anyone in your life that does that for you? Like takes you to the woodshed, tells you no, like they, you confide in and say, Hey, am I right on this? And they, you know, would have the guts to say, Nope, Greg, you're full oh, of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who, who's that person for you? Oh, it's, there's a handful of them. I mean, I, I, I just stand in front of audiences and Russ Green's 60 feet off the side, rolling his eyes and shaking his head and, you know, and making corrections, you know? So, you know, was it, was it eight states over nine years or nine years over eight states? I don't care. He knows, you know, and so fine. Um, 
I, I called the, the NSCA and the ACSM soda whores, and so the NSA sued me, and we had to, we had to, we, we were rapidly getting to the point where we were going to get to define soda whore. Um, you know, uh, I'll use kind of loose and general language, you know, and and uh, when I say the NSCA is a bunch of crooks or the ACSM, you know, I don't literally mean they're breaking into houses and stealing things or holding people at gunpoint, but I do believe they've taken money from soda pop to produce science that was false and deadly. So worse than crooks. You know? So did they object to the word whore, just the sexualization of their name? I mean, could you call them soda sluts? It, whatever gets the reaction, you know. Uh, a bunch of my friends have, are uh, people that are that are our allies in our in our effort, I'll name Ufi Ravenskov to name one, um, has spent most of his life tr- trying to temper his message and then apologizing for being ill-tempered. Only wishes now that he'd let loose more in, in, in his 80s and in declining health, you know? Uh, I don't think we're going to work our way through out of this mess, and it is a mess, and shitty science and corruption and, and and the and the and the combination of the two is is what's wrong and uh we're not going to get out of it being nice and in fact i don't think it's realistic to even expect a solution to the mess to the mess well look i'll speak for all crossfitters i said this at breakfast that uh, i want you to tweet more i want you to get mad more i I, I was reading through your tweets last week in this research. I think you called some guy a fuckwad like a dozen times. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, I have a chairman of the board that I report to, and he's never called me a fuckwad. I feel disappointed in him for it. I'm going to have to give him that feedback now. You know, I I think, um, but I think, the, you know, the CrossFit community rallies around the support that, that you and HQ gives us. I mean, I, I think they really do. And, and the CrossFit community loves a good fight. Um, I guess it's really kind of a question for you. Do you... Do you just love a good fight, or do you just call BS when you see it, or is I, it the same? I, I, I'm comfortable fighting. I'd, I'd probably say I don't like it, but I, someone that knows me better might say that's not true, but I won't go there because I don't – but I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm, I'm more comfortable fighting than I am being told, um, thank you, I love you, you've changed my life and, and getting a hug. I mean, I love that, but I'm not comfortable there, and anyone that wants that is pathological. If you want people to stand in line and love you, you have a mental problem, and it's it's a hard thing to 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 even respond to. I I it, I feel something. I feel it sincere. It's a wonderful thing to be told. Thank you, and I love you. Um, but uh, it, it, decent people struggle processing that. Okay, um, decent people don't mind have any trouble with. Hey, fuck you. That's that's wrong. Let go of them. You know. I mean, when you see something wrong, I, I'm I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy, you know, hold my beer. I'm going to knock him out kind of thing. He's not going to just stand here. There was a great uh, moment in Star Trek years ago, and uh, Captain Kirk was was advocating for interaction, and Spock was pointing out the rational thing to do was to stay out of it. It's not our fight. And uh, Spock asks, who are we to go down there and right this wrong? And Kirk responds, who do we have to be? And, and that, that's that's how I feel. Um We've got the resources, um, the means. Uh, we're there, you know. We see the wrong, and so and so you do something about it. And uh, only a coward f- fights only those fights you know you're going to win. 
know, and sometimes, sometimes you don't expect to win and you do. Uh, sometimes you expect to, per, seems likely you could lose and you don't. And then at times when you just don't care and you, and you, and you, you win anyways, and we're doing what we do because it's, it's the right thing to do. Look, our business model, staff knows we, t- what we do is we tell the truth about for a living. That's what happens at the L1 seminar. You get to hear the kernel, the L1 kernel is, is, is that essential bit of information, essential lifestyle, salient lifestyle uh, decisions can be made on that event that are, that are life-changing. And it's a truth that others either don't know or are fighting, no one can't tell, you know. Uh, I imagine there's people working for Coke and Pepsi that are devout CrossFitters and won't touch that shit. And are and are making a killing off it. I've heard we've met a distributor that can't wait to quit driving uh, giant truckloads of poison around. Uh, it's a complicated world, but uh, the 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 fights we're in are consistent with what happens at the L1 Colonel. And you think I'll defend my affiliates? I mean, look what the business we're in. Of course I fight to the death over them. Mm-hmm. Oh, we appreciate it. I, we're I... we're lucky that our opponents are purveyors of poison it's really comfortable you know i'm I'm glad it's i'm glad it's it's not you know i I imagine that there are there are rivalries like uh amp and intel or something that maybe there's even some animosity i don't know and as i don't there's a good player like you know uh uh uh, adidas nike that's not a that's not a fight of good and evil right you know two different brands but we we do have something like that the thing that that opposes us is evil it is it is we, this program was born out of a acute awareness on my part of a gross deficiency in the public offering, and without fanfare, we launched a gym, and it's turned into the fastest growing chain in world history. Now the assholes out of academia that produce the alternative view of the world come around, and they want us out of the picture, and instead of responding to constantly varied um, high-intensity functional movement and work capacity across broad time and modal domains, instead of picking at the science, what they did was uh, 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 faked a study. First, it was just outright slander, libel, lies. Uh, We had a guy, uh, Christensen, I think, from, uh, from the NSCA, sent a letter out to all majors in the Air Force involved with training uh, MOS, you know, training responsibilities, saying that CrossFit had seriously injured some SEALs or Navy guys, and we were being sued by the Navy for it. That was, that was all a fabrication. But we, we had a handful of these onslaughts, and it culminated in the divorce study, which was just a, an absolute fiction. It fabricated and falsified the whole, the whole damn study, then got caught doing so, and... Uh, it's now a matter of legal record um, that the judge in the federal case has in adverse inference sanctions ruled that when this goes to trial, the jury will be told that they faked a study and got caught. That's we go to, you know, and knew it. I mean, it was it was it was no accident. Um, correcting that defends the affiliates. It speaks to the public about how bad things are and the direction they need to go and what's wrong. And fundamentally, the NSCA, the ACSM, the CDC, they have abdicated what you would presume their charter to be. It's not, and USDA has nothing to do with you and your health. It really doesn't. 
they serve a, they serve another master and we all know who I think that is and but I'll take the mantle I'll I'll run an organization where from me to my 15,000 affiliates 175,000 trainers or however many there are and the 4 million crossfitters or whatever that number looks like um we're willing to go there I'm glad you're actually talking about that because I don't a lot of the listeners I don't think know they know that there's some lawsuit going on but they don't know the details that you're speaking of um we have uh, our affiliate in uh in uh Ohio in Columbus has uh sued Ohio State University and the NSCA and that's moving rapidly towards a victorious settlement um we sued the NSCA in federal court in California and that is going like uh you know I I don't have the words it would be almost impossible to exaggerate how well that's going for us um our legal team has about 300 years in the federal judiciary I think we calculated and uh they've never seen a a a a, a case like this before we've we've uh it's and and you know I don't want to paraphrase it because it's even more exciting than, than anything I'm going to say, but it's all a matter of public record right now, except for the emails, except for the stuff in discovery and the rulings from the judges, the inference sanctions. Uh, if, if you, if you don't have that, let me know and I'll, I'll send it to you, but it is, it is, it can be found on uh, law 360 and, and elsewhere. It's stunning to the extent to which they're being, uh, the currency of victory, because we're talking about settlement, and Lanny Davis has come around and is trying to work a settlement, and the currency for victory of us isn't cash, it's light, it's truth. And that, that's really hard for the other side to see, because that's, that's what they're all about, is deceit. And uh, they won't survive a settlement that, that gets me what I want, and that's the truth out. And uh, we've got enough of the truth now in emails, uh, in, in judges' opinions, I mean, state state judge said that William Kramer had had mounted a, a decade long crusade against CrossFit. How's that from the mouth of a judge? You know, uh, and this is an organization that purports to be doing science in the name of the public good, but they're not. There's nothing like that. In the millions of emails that we've gotten our hands on, the closest thing to science that happens at the NSCA was the extraordinarily sophisticated monitoring and the resources they brought together in outside agencies to track the negative impact in social media of their fake study. It really was a world-class analytical effort, which is just a stunning thing because there's nothing else going on there that looks like science. Not at all. It's fucking amazing. We haven't said fuck for a while, so I need to throw yeah, one in. <laughs> Had to throw one in. I mean, you've been talking about this for five years. I mean, does it surprise you that, you know, when all the, you know, I hate to keep calling them changes, but when everything changed this year, you know, people seemed shocked and surprised when, you know, if you go back and look at the video record, which I spent a lot of time over the weekend doing, you know, this has been your message that surprised people, surprised you people think this was just a, a pet project for you? It, John, my, my own staff, um, talk about you know maintaining the business and you know, talking games, games broadcasting, and you know the affiliate and all that stuff too. But let me go off and do my uh, almost like I was 
you know, I, I made Jeff Kane CEO so that I could change the course of the, of the company and someone could still run the parts that's the business, you know. Um, and what I mean by change the course of the business, and my staff can tell you this is exactly what I said, that nothing was going to change. The affiliates weren't going to do anything different. But they may see themselves in a new light. And that had to begin with with what we were doing here in this building. And we need to come uh, have that... Uh, come to Jesus' moment of, of realization of what is it that's happening in the box that really matters. And it's, it's the constances and the, it's the senior population. It's our, it's our moms. It's our grandparents. It's our children. It's not, it's not the games athletes. And so for me, it felt kind of like uh, what I would imagine uh, turning a, a cargo ship is like. There's probably a lot of efforts to turn before anything really happens. Right. And, uh, it got to the point where by uh, September of last year, we already had, uh, uh, and, and in October, we had had content queued up along 23 different buckets. The pattern set. We knew what the new world was going to look like as of Jan 1 and then decided to tell, say nothing to anybody because I've been talking, you know? <laughs> and, and so this, this was... Um, shock legitimately from the perspective of it looked like I was just talking and nothing was going to ever happen maybe finally an action uh but where does this come from only only people not paying attention would have would have not know where it came from at all now there's some people that are like that's it I'm out of here I'm glad to have them gone you know feedback on the site I've got you know the site was geared towards a uh, 10-year affiliate the 20,000 physicians in the box, uh, my level one training cadre, and anyone with a brain, those four, those four groups of people. And if you're, you don't have a brain, you don't have an MD, and you're not part of the training cadre, and, and you uh, 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 aren't, don't fit in whatever the hell those four are, then get someone from that group to explain it to you so that you understand it. And that is happening. There are people that can do that. Uh, it was it was paramount to us to bring bring that message uh, to those people. I don't know where we're going with here. Why I said that? What'd you say before? It was. Well, I think just wanting to know, you know, how surprised people were by the, the by the changes when you've really been talking about uh, it. Yeah. Feedback. Yeah. So Michael Ray is on the phone with me. We we're talking about uh, making the making uh, CrossFit competitions safer and using the uh, clout and strengths of the CrossFit Risk Retention Group to help in that, to delineate just some of the things you need for crowd safety and for athlete safety. And uh, at the end of the conversation, he says, hey, by the way, I just want to tell you, he says, I've got a little confession to make. I hadn't found much use for the site in the past five, six years, but I'm on every day now, and the material is so good, and it's, it's, it's so important, and there's been such a gap from science and from medicine and what the public needs to hear and know that I'm proud to be a part of this and I'm so inspired that as I finish some projects here, I'm going to circle back around and make some contributions. Well, here's a guy who was on the level one training staff. He is an MD and he is a 10-year affiliate. And so bingo, that's exactly what I wanted to happen. I lose the mic raise and, and we'll lose the constances, you know, and and so there's been some uh, requests from family to dumb it down a little 
Well, that happens a little bit on the at-home day. If you notice the material there uh, is a recipe, you just got to follow it, you know, no words. Uh, simple movement patterns, decontextualized from the gym. They happen at home. And we've got uh, 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 the, the media, the reading material is from mainstream press supporting the material that's peer-reviewed on the other days. And that's the at-home day. And, and that's, happening, uh, uh, th that's happening one day in four. And so that's, that's going to curate into a nice stack of material that you could use resource to a couple of things, know exactly what to say to your mom. Hey, mom, read this. Let's do that, you know. Look at the simple things that, that sit in front of us. How about this? The, you know, the stand-up desk is supposed to be health improver, right? I kind of believe it. Do you? Makes oh, yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, do you think standing up during the television commercials would be an improvement on the on the safety of watching TV? Hugely so, right? Absolutely. Yeah, stand up during commercials. So we've done actually looked take a t took a look internationally at how much of uh, airtime is is advertising from country to country, place to place, and it's kind of cool. It's a you know in an hour's worth of TV, there's 15 to 20 minutes you could be standing up. Would that make a difference in the course of three four hours? Well, it needs to be explored, and we are. We're yeah. playing with that. Absolutely We're playing can. with that. I could make Game of Thrones a wad. Yeah. It'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd be really good. <laughs> Did you I ever lived with some gymnasts, and we used to watch The Young and the Restless, Days of Our Life. There was a guy named Cole Howard, and I, I, I later trained him, J. Eddie Peck, the actor. But he was the number one star and the number one soap, and some of these morons like this just soap. But uh, anytime someone said Cole, you had to do 50 pull-ups. And I think there was a drinking element to it too, uh, but I'd be down for both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better. I'm better at the latter than the, than the, the first one, than the pull-ups. Is is there um, when it comes to the website and and I would assume eventually maybe an app that would go with it? Do you ever envision pushing out these CrossFit doctors in a list to your affiliates or? We are developing a directory that will be able to link CrossFitters to CrossFitting physicians, and the call for that is. I mean, it's probably the most requested thing ever. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know of anything that's gotten more interest than, and it's, it's neat because I think that way. See, I had a, I had a physician in town here, Bruce Eisendorf, and I could send people to him, and he wouldn't go. What you're doing? Pull-ups, and your hands are bleeding, and you're not eating, you're not not having cereal for breakfast. You're gonna die, and you know that's what my worry that someone would go to the doctor and, they, and they'd put them on put them on the wrong path. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I've I've really enjoyed and been a little bit taken aback by how much fervor there is for CrossFit physicians. Oh, we would love it. I mean, yes. I, my doctor, I'll see my uh, primary care physician, and he'll go, you're obese. You weigh 185 pounds, you're six feet tall, you're obese. And I'm like, I work out six days a week. I have 14% body fat. I have, you know, I'm more muscle than fat. Like he's not looking I, at you. He's looking yeah, at the chart. At the yeah, chart, yeah, I'm not yeah. obese. He's yeah. not yeah. treating looking me. And your... I would love to have a CrossFitting doctor that yeah. understands what I do day in and day out. We'll make that available. So you're I, making that big push towards the healthcare side. Is there any other direction you're going with just MDs or are you trying to get other healthcare? Um, I'm not going to engineer what happens out of them having some collective realization, but, but they, it's not a collective realization. Currently it's a uh, 20,000 individuals, each feeling that he or she is in a unique spot. At most, they know one or two, three other crossfitting doctors. Or in a big hospital, 
10 will know each other and yeah. wink and nod, yeah. but they see, have Quiet. lunch together and they're, you know, the they, they know they are outsiders. They know they are not mainstream. And they, there's a little bit of being besieged. There's the tinfoil hat thing. You're in a cult, you know, mm. they're sensitive to that, I believe. And I understand that, um, a physician is a very special kind of person. Um, you say what you want about medicine. You have to be sharp and you have to work hard to get a medical degree in this country and Absolutely. in most countries. And nobody goes through that arduous prop, uh, 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 journey um, because they wanted to have a wacko view on something. And so there's a little bit of a psychological disconnect between believing knowing something to be true that even the even the physician's father who's a cop knows is wrong you know it's an it's an odd thing but we get them in in numbers together when they come here for the uh for the both the uh our, what we're calling the derelict doctors club and the, which is a satellite event and the uh, mdl1 what you see is the they leave connected um what you might be a perceptible Angst seems to be uh, uh, morphing into a, a, a resolve, maybe a little anger, you know, a militancy for sure. Um, this CrossFit health pin is becoming a code amongst the docs. A neurologist that stopped another doctor, he saw the pin, and, you know, and that's cool. And so, Chad, what that looks like in the end, I don't know, but I know, I know that the disconnected sense that they have you know 20,000 physicians that hold a non-mainstream essential view and I mean essential in the sense of like an essential amino acid or essential fatty acid they understand something that's that's a requirement to optimal functioning of the organism that isn't known by the rest of the medical world they have views on and this is from my doc's words one in particular they have a view of health a view of disease a view of nutrition, a view of sport, and a view of healing that is different from the from the mainstream of medicine. That's scary. It's fascinating. They're good people. They're good doctors, and so these are the kind of doctors. I tell you what, too, they're they're so many of them are outstanding in their clinical practice, you know, or in their research institutions. This is, you know, Russ Green had pointed out that we had a we seem to have a, a, a kind of a monopoly on overachievers. It was just his observations in Washington, D.C. and going to, by the way, that's our greatest density of gyms uh, in, the, in the world is in Washington, D.C. Hmm. And in the district, there are 23 gyms. He's visited them all, I believe. And he says that at 5 a.m., the men and women who have the levers of power in, in, in this world are in boxes, yeah. both sides of the aisle, you know. Do you have a do you so have, so? I'm my point was is that in medicine too, we've got some we've got some pipe hitters. Yeah. Oh. So um, Axel Fluger was uh, 16 years the director of diabetes and chronic care at uh, uh, at Mayo Clinic, responsible for 30,000 patients. You know, CrossFitter. Yeah. Yeah. So where do we go from here? I mean, is the is the when Coke goes out of business? Or no, is it? no. And you know what? I don't wish them financial harm. Um, ah, that's probably dishonest. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, I do. You don't have to be. No, I, you know, I, I, it, it misstates what I'm after. 
if I could reduce sugar consumption and increase their profits, I'd be all about it. If I could decrease sugar consumption and bankrupt them, I'd be okay with that too. Um, I want the warning label on the can. That's what I want because that's, that is the thing, the single thing that, that wrecks the conspiracy of funded science. You know, so just like the cigarettes, so just this causes, like yeah, this causes yeah, cancer, this causes that's obesity, right. and, and so as soon as the the warning label is on the cigarette pack, Marlboro's Pink Lung Institute becomes a fucking joke, right? And there's not a Seagram's drunk driving school, you know. I mean, they we, they should the, those companies shouldn't be in the health space, or nor should they be pretending to be. And uh, uh, I want I want Coke out of the health sciences. And I don't care about their bottom line. Now, if you ask me, would it be easier to get them out by giving them money or taking money from them? Oh, it's got to be taking. Mm-hmm. It's got to be taking. But I'm not looking for unemployment. Um, I would hope that everyone driving those trucks around could haul something else. I don't know, water. You know, is Diet Coke better than Coke? I'm presuming it is. I'm presuming it is. It doesn't have sugar, but it's quite a few There's evidence to believe that there are other problems with it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if that's accurate, but... I'm not making the claim. I'm just, you know, it's... uh, It's good for cleaning toilets. Yeah. Does it really work? Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Do you have like a lime green toilet around here? We can try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys could probably add that. Um, So, you know, just a couple more things before we wrap up. Um, You know, I've watched... a few podcasts you did recently, one with uh, Team Richie, um, you know, great guys, him and Jazz, and, um, you know, they spent a lot of time talking to you about the games. Um, you know, it sounded like from the interview you're still excited about the games, which I think people are excited to hear. Uh, we've significantly improved the games, and uh, I, what I enjoy about the games now is this unfolds. All the morons that are saying they're fucked up are going to realize that at some point that it's gotten better. Um some guy says you just take the top 60 in the world and you know blah 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 and we've ruined it and look most countries at the olympics well first of all i think would you agree that what what, one of the things that makes what makes the olympics great is it that is it the gold medalist or is it the or is it the the international participation and the answer is both you there's nothing about allowing uh Afghanistan to have an athlete in the pool that takes away from the fact that the American or the Australian is likely to win at all. And so in playing with this format, we we look back at the other past year's results and ran regressions against the new rules, and it doesn't change the podium at all. That's a mathematical fact. And so um, we're not changing. And the goal of the game's was to find the fittest man and the fittest woman on earth. Not to make sure that we could delineate number 42 from 43 with certainty. Well, what's really fun about it, like I have a, an online friend, which I think is now the, the new pen pal, uh, a new generation. I had met this guy online uh, during regionals over a year ago, and he competes out of Europe. And uh, I had snagged a photo of him and Photoshopped him into something else. And uh, we just, you know, I've kind of connected over the years. Well, he just won the Netherlands. And it, you know, it's just like this random thing of guy I've been talking to for a year, and he just won his country. And he's, 
you know, he's crazy excited. And I'm excited to see him go to the games. And, and truthfully, he probably wouldn't have gone otherwise. But it's going to be super exciting to get a medium in Madison, and he gets to represent his country like the Olympics almost. It's, uh, it's exciting stuff. There's going to be somewhere on the order of 130 countries represented, I believe. And I'm going to tell you that uh, 115 of those wouldn't have, wouldn't have been here under the old rules. And yet nothing's going to change in the top five, top ten. That's true. And so why isn't it's this better? True. Why isn't it better? Yeah. And if you don't think it's better, well, how about fuck you? Yeah, there you don't go. come. Let's get in you a know? few more of those. We only have a yeah. limited time. Don't don't come. I, uh, I like everything, that, All my business interactions, everything we do, it's all voluntary. The employment is, the, uh, the coming to my gym, you know, you, 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 you vote with your feet. I'm not uh, – I don't – well, I think some people did that this year in the open. I mean, that was some discussion, truthfully. And, and you know, I signed up for it. I've got to be honest. I thought this was the best open ever. Like, I, it reminded me of the first open I did eight years ago. You know, I didn't need open announcements to enjoy it. I didn't need an open announcement to connect with my community or to be challenged in a workout. You know, I, it, it still brought the same sense of accomplishment and still learned where my limitations were and where the things I needed to grow. You know, and so I agree with you. I think voting with your feet is – it's fine if they don't want to do it. Get the hell out or get the fuck out. Sorry. Armin Hammer, with a turn of phrase, made a big light come on for me. And he talked about this. Uh, there was some uh, disparate kind of views of, of the games. And it was, is it a sport or a, TV, a game show? Mm. And I realized that I hated all of the game show vibe. And so, like... I just look at the grid league or this Titan thing, and look, here's my, here's me. That's stupid, and I look away. It's not real. I can see in a glance. It, it looks like a game show. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, there's nothing real about it. So, but our games are something very, very different. These workouts are right between the fucking eyes real, you know? And, and it doesn't need the enha- – I don't need explosions or sparks or music mm-hmm. or lights. And so in these in open announcements to have – other accents and looks and even the technical glitches I love because it, it speaks to authenticity. And so what you have now is, is, is uh, cameras turned on uh, recording a, a real human drama and not a, not a game show mm-hmm. trying to, you know. When we were at Under Armour years ago, one of the things they wanted to do with us was to help us with our authenticity. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they said, well, we've made some really authentic stuff. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, what? You know? And so they showed me a video of a guy. Is it, is it, uh, first of all, we got to meet him too. He came in the room and Big E, Easy D, what was his name? But he he had been in the NFL upwards of 300 pounds, fucking big old bodybuilder guy. And so we watched the video of the authenticity. And so we got like this thundering music playing. And then here's this black man. Um, and, he's, and, he's, and he's got chains on him. He's not chained like, like, a, like a slave chains, but he's, he's not, not like, like, like gold chain, but he's, he's a bunch of chains on him for some reason. And he's working a chain with a, a fire escape that, that elevates a fire escape. 
and and it's and he's pretending like it's like there's a lot of load, but there's not, and it's getting slack in the system, and it's shaking him, and this music's playing, and there's explosions going off, and smoke everywhere, and this music, and it's not real, and you know, and that's their authentic, <laughs> and that's what they wanted to bring to the games, Jeez. and Dave and I are like, okay, you know, um, <laughs> See ya. this is great, and I couldn't believe it, and boy, that's everything I don't want. It's everything I don't want. I, I thought this year was fun. You know, the custom leaderboard was great. I competed against Armor, uh, Armin on a custom lead in, leaderboard. Did you beat him? Uh, well, so I'll explain it. First <laughs> you of all, scaled, you didn't, and I, you won? Yeah. yeah well, take look, <laughs> I thought the purpose of a workout was to complete it, and he chose to take the shorter route. That's all it was. Yeah. Now, we named our leaderboard uh, RIP Regionals, for the record. And um, it was fun. It was uh, me and him and Justin from Morning Chalk Up. Uh, he also didn't finish any of the workouts. It was really weird, but uh, it was a fun time. I thought it was uh, it was a, a a good change this year for sure. Good. Now you had mentioned uh, I've heard you mention a couple of times you're going to do a, a blowhard card. Are you still going to do that? Well, I haven't thought about it. Why would we need to? Do you have candidates? Yes. You, know, you guys absolutely have some candidates. Oh, then push them on. Yes, we're going to do the blowhard card. All right. Okay. So we think. You Thank you. To... Will you be? Will you help me? Will you be the blowhard card? Help me on the blowhard card committee. I would love oh, to head the absolutely. committee. Okay. I'm John, vice yeah, president. I want the biggest fucking mouth. That, and we'll, they'll have a seat at the games. You oh, get to you get s- to distinguish yourself. But listen, did I just get promoted? I don't, yes, I think I, I think don't I promoted. John, I, I I want someone who's really uh, delusional, not someone who just wants to be famous. Oh wow! This this I've, I'm gonna oh, struggle to think of someone, Jillian Michaels. But I'll think uh, of it in a second. Yeah. It'll come to me. Who should be best? Uh, maybe I, maybe she, there, she probably has some star athletes she's trained. Well, first of all, you need to get The Rock. We love The Rock. He's you know what he, you get guys. He's gonna turn. Out he's a good guy. I don't want to. He's a great guy, but he did the Titan Games. He had Jessica Griffith on yeah. there, who did great, by the way. She's awesome. Um, but you know, players. he's portraying it as this is the hardest challenge on earth, and I want to see him go up against some people. I think he'd do that great. Amazing. I'd like to see Jillian get out there and, and first wide have kettlebell swings to see if she shatters her spine. That would be uh, fun to have. I think we should invite Saxon Pancheck since he didn't qualify in the, in the open. Sorry, he's, Sax. He's um, still looking for his route. He's still looking for a route. He's going to Brazil, though. He's got Brazil, him and Spence. Yeah, well, one so, of them will get in. Yeah. Um, I love that. Now, how many how many sanctioned events are left still? You just hit them all and get in one. Yeah, you've got Rogue, uh, Rogue and the Mac. I'm going to both of those uh, to watch. Uh, those are Max next in two weeks. Rogue is like four weeks after that. Maybe Brazil's the exact same weekend as Rogue. Um, is Granite Games a sanctional? They're coming yeah, up, and um, there. And you've got the Down Under CrossFit. So when I talk about the democratization of the games, I mean, look at this, and it's the basically affiliate model again, and. And uh, uh, I had staff, friends, uh, affiliates, our, our, our judging crew, our volunteers doing these CrossFit competitions. And they, no one can say the word CrossFit because of my lawyers. And I'm like, that's not even who we are. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was, was, was anathema to, to all that relationship had to end. I had to give that away. I have to let you do that. You want to have a competition, have a competition, and you can call it a CrossFit one. There's a safety concern, and so we're going to publish some guidelines. You better have defibrillators, right? Mm-hmm. And they got to be charged, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, uh, that is a big deal because we we were 
there was there's a crossfit event in cleveland um a rogue the rogue uh winter classic and that was a huge deal when they were able to use the word crossfit and that was pre-sanctional events and i don't think people realized how big that was but now that it's available for other sanctionals it's it's a lot of stress off of i think that's invaluable yeah yeah so the only thing i I really want to end with uh greg is that you know, we've covered a lot of topics. Uh, you know, the only thing I think we didn't cover, and we talked about it a little at breakfast, you know, you guys are doing amazing work around some social issues. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, you're really probably the only sport that pays men and women the same. Uh, this year you're allowing transgender athletes to compete, which is amazing. You're probably the, about the only sport that's allowing that as well. And and I think probably the most inspirational thing. You know, thing, we've, we've always allowed them to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're saying, hey, you're allowed to compete. Right. You know, and there's, and there might be some other group of people that we're also going to announce that, you know, redheaded actresses. Well, of course, you're welcome. Redheaded actresses, well, please. Pat Vellner's already in. Yeah. So <laughs> he's fine. Um, you know, the other area, though, I think where you guys are really um, inspirational is the adaptive athletes. And, yeah, that's, you know, I, that's huge. I don't know if this is a suggestion or a question, but, you know, I would just love to see you guys go more all in on advertising with yeah. the great work you're doing there. I watched at the, the Arnold a couple of weekends ago. I was there and uh, there's a team called Some Assembly Required uh, working out and competing. And, you know, I watched this athlete and I, God forbid, I forget his name, but he was doing butterfly pull-ups with one arm, and I'm sitting there going, I can't do them with two, yeah. even a little, and he's just crushing it. And, uh, you know, just watching these guys, you know, compete and work out and cheer each other on, and, you know, they're doing handstand walks. and, and it's incredible. Yeah, it's. I would just love to see you guys spend, you know, more energy getting credit for that great work you're yeah. doing because it's uh, – I think it really rallies the community well, together. Well, thank you, and we will. And uh, the new format of the games is going to uh, – in Madison is going to allow for – more uh, uh, exhibition events between heats and stuff, that kind of thing. So, so there's less downtime and more. Right. Yeah, that's that's actually really. So good. you know, like we could have the Rock versus a chick. That would yeah. be. And we give fifty thousand dollars to a charity of his if he could manage to keep up with her. He'd get destroyed. <laughs> he would. He'd be eaten alive. Um, I want to tell you about the best public uh, speaking I have ever heard. And we'd gone to the Intrepid in San Antonio as a hospital and program where they uh, work with our our war wounded. And these were um, grievous wounds. Uh, 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 Double, triple, quadruple amputees. uh, uh, Wounds two years old, suppurating. They need to have the bandages changed still every few hours. I mean, it was... Uh, this it it, it 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 was it was uh really really ate at you, you know, mm-hmm. these these kids these kids were chewed up and we went with this cert team and Kyle Maynard okay and uh I love Kyle I like traveling with him and and uh I wrestled like, with him in high school <laughs> I, what a horrible thing to have to do I didn't wrestle and, him yeah but, but you knew who he yeah, was yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he's uh, a great guy he is I, I go out of my way not to help him, and, like, I'll try and beat him in the restaurant and slam the door on him, you know, because right. he's just so fucking yeah. capable. Uh, we did that once. We were at, uh, in Kansas, and I beat him in the restaurant and closed the door, and he went and tried to go through a side door, and I, I shut it. And these people are <laughs> watching me like, what are you doing? And I'm like, don't help him. Make him work for it. But Kyle, Kyle did his thing, got up on his box, and he looks at these guys, and just this was perfect pregnancy in the pause he looks at me he goes 
I feel so sorry for you guys. And I got to see it. It was there was like 15 milliseconds of fuck you and then laughter. Like, who the fuck are you, right? You know? And he's, no, 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 no. You, you've all lost something. I was born this way. I didn't know anything. I haven't lost anything. You know, I never had it. Yeah. And it was, it was from the heart. And he, he's the only person that will ever be able to express sorry to those guys yeah. and have it received and not seen as pity and fuck you. Right. You know, and it was a, it was a moment. I'll, you'll, you'll live your whole life without find, without getting a witness one of those again. But I would have, that's, he, you know, he, he said what I was feeling and he felt what I was feeling, but he knew he could say it. And I knew I couldn't, I had to go up there and act like I didn't notice your arms falling off still, you know, crazy, but check this out. We did wheelchair races. Okay. And we had accidents guys falling out of wheelchairs and we had concerned hospital staff. And, but what we had is we had guys, um, sweating that hadn't sweat other than through pain in several years. And we find out that they're all doing hydrotherapy, but none of them have, 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 there's never been a swim race. Mm. Right. <laughs> you know, and so you got people in the pool every day, but like careful not to let it be exercise. Yeah, no, that's the fuck, you know? Yeah. And so we, yeah, that was a great trip and talk about, talk about a great sense of, of, uh, that was, that was amazing. And Kyle was especially amazing. But I would do all of those he would go with, you know. Well, really, really amazing. Let's talk. Here. Let's talk yeah. to him about uh, about stepping up that involvement yeah. and Stephanie Absolutely. Cooperman and and uh, and, uh, and uh, Kevin Ogar. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a huge space you can really evolve. Well, I think the community rallies around it. I mean, you know, and and for those of us that, you know, I've I've fully able-bodied, you know, it, there's no excuse. Yeah. You have to get off the couch and do it. I mean, these guys are busting their butts day in and day out, you know. And seeing that more really, I think, helps push that motivation towards the people that are couch-bound. Yeah. We watched Kyle um, fuck up uh, uh, John Gilson. You know John from Bigger, uh, Again Faster? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He uh, scrambled over to him and got him around the legs, and next thing you know, he's down on the ground, and he got up under him, and he put that stump under his throat and pushed hard and... John wasn't talking right for a few weeks. Tapped out. He goes, he fucked me up, man. Yeah. Talking weird. He is, he is a freak athlete. Yeah. That since high school, when he, he beat our our 103-pounder, took it to him, and that was, that was pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. I don't see him. Does he get podcasted? Um, Not that I know of. He's going to be one of our yeah. next guests. Yeah, grab that kid. Yeah, we'll get him on. We'll absolutely he's, get him he's on. He's delightful to talk yeah. to. Well, I think we've learned a ton today, Greg. This has oh, been so much fun. I, I will tell you, I've learned you do a, a great William Shatner impression. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that before, but that was, it was spot on. Oh, thank you. Absolutely spot on. Uh, you know, we really appreciate you giving us the time. Yeah. You know, for a very first podcast. We'd love to have, a, have you on again. I'm willing. Um, eager even. Listen, guys, uh, come, back to the, come back to the MDL1. Okay. And uh, I'll, we'll, I'll put a doctor in front of you. Someone. I've got all kinds of people with great stories. The dates on that, girl? May 11? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'd love to have you That'd as our guest. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. Good. Bring some. Bring uh. Bring Saxon too. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. He, maybe he'll qualify by then. Yeah. We hey. hope he's going to. Well, I'm going to be vice president of the blowhard thing, so yeah. I'm just going to give him a card. Yeah. Oh, he's right. in. I'm telling him he just qualified. We'll send him a text later. He'll be so excited. 
hey, it's these it's these big mouths that I you know if if I competed I would have won you know and there's got to be someone from sport or oh I'll find you some yeah I was gonna say what about the um, a hater yeah a hater, a hater. Uh, any of the haters yeah. I don't know any of the the big wigs up in is there still an iron garm is that still oh I just a test pattern when you go there now yeah, remember Dragon Door no no oh this is great <laughs> we'll find some yeah. yeah. All we gotta do is just look through social media. There used we'll to be them. there used to be dense, uh, uh, you know, as in high traffic uh, CrossFit hating spots. Oh, there still is. Okay. Yeah, I just don't follow them. I, I probably should. Well, I have plenty that yeah. send me hate messages all the time, so I can solicit it. I can solicit hate mail. That's yeah. e- that's easy enough. I mean, I don't mean just for my ex-wife. I mean from <laughs> from others. So it should be. I don't want anyone to start blowing hard so they get to go. Yeah. I'd really like to find someone that honestly. Thinks that okay. it's not the, challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah that they got this. They might be at T Nation. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of experts over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, all the you know, in 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 uh, in that on the net, I have had people say. I mean, look, we had a we had a guy who was uh, a prosecutor in Philadelphia uh, say on. Uh, on Iron Garm that he wanted to cave my wife's head in with a kettlebell. Um, I was some kind of Jew. Um, Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going in. Openly, yeah, you know who it is. But but I got to come face to face with him, and he's just a nice guy. And and all the things that people are going to say, you thought I was going to say his name, is that what you're looking at? He's coming close, but I didn't. Someone, someone known to the community. He's a prosecutor in Philadelphia, and he wants to crush my wife's skull with a kettlebell, and then fuck her. I think it was. And I was. It's, it's a weird of, order for I was the record. Kind of, yeah. It's a very yeah. weird order. I was some kind of dirty Jew. Psychopath. You yeah. know. Yeah. Does that? Is, people are really brave online. Yeah. Well, first, that's the that's, thing, and yet, and here I am, week after week after person. week. Hi, everybody, and like not one fucking person said, you know. Well, it's funny. The first time we spoke, uh, you called me, and I think the first words out of my mouth were, "Are you going to have me killed because I make fun of you a lot?" And you told me you had thick skin. So, like, did you develop that, or have you just always had this, you know, ease Look, of being able to handle? This thing has it? its origins in me getting in front of a crowd and going, "You know, you're not fit. Your workouts are stupid. What you're eating is going to kill you. I don't care how many medals you've won. These are facts, you know." And so, um, I'm not uncomfortable saying that. That's not an ice cube. That's a turd, you know. If that's what I see in the punch bowl, uh, I don't mind being that guy. So I, and uh, I think you have to be. I want. Yeah, I want yeah. you to be that guy. Yeah, yeah that's I'm my not, favorite. Yeah. I, I, I'm proud of my enemies. Some of the people, you know, some people say, oh, "Fuck, leave that there." That's perfect. Perfect. There were a bunch of responses to uh, not a bunch. There, there were. There were responses to the thing I did with, uh, with uh, uh, Craig, uh, that I'm I'm quite proud of. You know, look, you, you call me a fucking idiot and spell fucking and idiot wrong, and I'm I think I think it's great. No, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> that is the best. Yeah. yeah. My sister sh- saw a sign on a telephone pole, and it was for uh, t- tutoring and a phone number. It was spelled T U D O R I N G. Gosh. <laughs> That's... Yeah, one of the tweets you had out there, you uh, recommended somebody to go to Kumon 
for their reading and spelling. I thought that was great. My daughter used to teach at Kumon, so it particularly resonated with me. I thought it was hysterical. So are you bringing the Twitter back? Yeah, I will. I, yeah. yeah, thank you for that. I, you know, I, there was economy there. Um, we picked up through uh, my Twitter account some remarkable friends. Um, you know, we are suing the CDC uh, because we uh, filed a Freedom of Information Act request asking for their donors at their foundation, and they told us to fuck off, basically, and that gave us the right to file suit. And we are going to get their donor list. They are going to have to give it up because the law says they have to give it up. And they've just chosen to ignore that law. Then they sent, then in, in discovery, we got emails where they admit to basically breaking the law and uh, and are wondering how much longer they can get away with it. And then we got an email saying that those emails were sent by mistake. They want them back. Well, I've already given them to the media. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we found, we, we knew that we were saying, hey, we want to see your, your uh, donors. And uh, the reason we're asking is because we were told that Coca-Cola gave them a shit ton of money. And we were told that by a medical school. That, uh, In fact, uh, this medical school is both for research and for primary care top five in the world, according to U.S. News, top five in the United States. And uh, uh, medical school contacted us through uh, uh, direct messaging on the Twitter account and quite anonymously wanted to get together, wouldn't tell us who or what they were, but want to know if we would meet somewhere and have a discussion. And the discussion was they wanted to reveal that the CDC had taken money from Coca-Cola and they didn't want to reveal it. And the reason they didn't is they said that there would be a, a repercussions that would look like defunding. They would lose money for revealing it. And so we revealed it and it didn't get quite the impact we wanted. Um, people don't care enough. So then we went down the litigation route, but, uh, you know, that came out of, that's the economy of a couple of dozen tweets that they know, yeah, these are the guys to go to. And yeah. so um, if there's a plain truth that needs to be spoken and everyone seems to be dancing around it, we'll we'll take that short. And I, I see the Twitter account is that, and thank you for yeah. that. I actually enjoyed the tw- the the Twitter. Yeah. Well, it's fun. I think it's, you know, it's the get your word fastest out. way to get information out. I mean, I think, you know, we're seeing that, uh, through the president these days and, and, but people like to get it quickly. I mean, we're in a, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've built this from being able to get information out very quickly to people. And I think that, um, you have a, you, know, you have a gift. Your memes are wonderful. Thanks. Your memes are wonderful. I, did I tell you, you about, you meeting? obviously haven't seen all the ones I've done on you, but I appreciate <laughs> yeah, the compliment. Not, nothing, nothing bothers me. Um, okay. Challenge did I tell accepted. you about meeting Jillian, uh, Michaels? Uh, not me personally, but yeah, let me hear it. Well, I was at uh, 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 Bob's book signing, and she showed up. And uh, how long ago was this? Five years ish. Okay. Whenever his book came out. Okay. You know, and not only maybe have a lot of them. Uh, Bob Harper's a good dude. He's a good man. I consider him a friend. Um. That's why I went to his book signing. Yep. She was there. She couldn't have been more gracious, kinder, flattering, respectful. It, I would have told you this. What's happening now would have never happened. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Sounds but she was also she was also riding high and doing well. You know things things were things were good for her, and uh, you know. 
I hope I hope things get good again. Well, yeah, I haven't really told the story, but um, I wasn't going to go in on her. So uh, when when her thing came out on the sh- on shape, I did one meme, one. It wasn't even that funny, for the record. I didn't think it was that funny, but I got a bunch of messages from people, and then Craig, who just interviewed you, messaged me the next day and said, "You've got to do more of this. That's really funny." And because he's knee deep in social media, I'm like, okay. So I did six or seven. The first one with her swinging the kettlebells, which I think is the one you saw, blew up. I mean, it it wow, went right. to yeah, it went to like a hundred thousand views in two hours, and just ton of engagement. And so I'm sitting on the couch. By the way, again for the record, the single most dangerous thing I've seen uh, done oh, in a gym that was called an exercise. Yeah, it was you scary. Know? It was I've really seen, scary. I've seen st- stupider shit like doing handstands in front of an open window on the third floor of a building, kind of thing. But uh, but no one called that an exercise. No. Let's go do handstands in front of the window. That was just a moron. But for a, a group of people, d- yeah, I have never seen worse. Yeah. And what we have is is a uh, weighted uh, uh, high momentum flexion of the lumbar spine. I mean, that's yeah. oh, it's scary. And well, I was sitting on the couch with my daughter, and I'm making memes and doing dumb stuff like I normally do. And I get a DM from CrossFit Health. Is I see it pop up, and I turn and look at my daughter I'm like fuck and keep in mind she's 15 so she's heard it before and she's like what is it daddy I'm like I just got a message from CrossFit Health I, I don't I think it's real they got the blue check you know and and then within seconds I got an email and both messages says Coach Glassman wants to talk to you and so I look at her I'm like I think I just got a cease and desist <laughs> what what the hell just happened so I'm like what do I do what do I do why do I do and with the 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 brilliance of a teenager she's like what do you mean what do you do Go call the number. Yeah. So just like, just go call the number, Dad. I'm like, okay. And then within seconds, you were on the phone. And uh, not gonna lie, I had a fangirl moment. It was, oh, Johnny, uh, thank it you. was, uh, well, it, it was, you know, you go from sitting in your couch to all of a sudden you're, you know, talking to the founders. Did, did I tell you where we were? You know what I was doing? Mm-hmm. I was at a laundromat uh, doing laundry in Nashville <laughs> and uh, sitting on the dryer, you know? And just saw the meme? Or? What? Oh, uh, I did. Hey, oh. no. When I when we actually had oh. the conversation, I called from the laundromat. Um, Carmen was with me. I go, they're ready. And I go, let's do this thing. We'd all gone to wash clothes. The hotel in in Nashville didn't have laundry. Yeah, I actually had a. I have a friend who's a doctor that was at that seminar, and I talked to him. I work out with him every Sunday, and I said, you're not going to believe who I talked to this weekend. He's like, who? I'm like, Coach Glassman. He's like, me too. It was so who funny. Who is it? John? Uh, Jeremy is his name. Uh, we just call him Doc J. Okay. Uh, he's a typical crossfitting doctor. Brilliant doctor. Does the dumbest shit you've ever seen in the gym. But brilliant doctor. Yeah. You know, um, but super guy, you know, and he's the one we go to, you know, and that's, you know, partially I think why I've, you know, been really passionate about this piece because I've had, you know, so many interactions with him and see what he can do with people's health. But then I'm also sitting there sweating with him and, you know, he's kicking he my butt. Yeah, but he kicks my butt in workouts. How long are you guys in town? I uh, just told tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's a quick trip for yeah. us. Got here on Saturday. Well, thank you for coming out. No, oh, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. I mean, we, we wouldn't be anywhere else. Right. So. Thank you. Excited to come back if we can. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. you're coming back in uh, in yeah. in May. Yeah, I'd love right. that. So as long as it doesn't interfere with the Rogue event, yeah. I've already got tickets. I already bought my tickets. I don't, do you know the Rogue <laughs> event dates? Well, I don't want I don't want you to miss one of our beloved sanctionals. But if you're yeah. free. Come out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if not that one, the next one. Yeah. Okay. But uh, and we also, we have a we have a kind of a private dinner at my house for the speakers. 
uh, on Friday night. I'd love you to come to that, too. That'd be, be great. Amazing. See my home. We'll set a fire. All right. Awesome. Sounds perfect. Thank you. All, All right, right, guys. All right. Thank you Chad, so much. Sean, thank you. Yeah. All right.